from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. It's the G and Ursula Show. Ursula, I, I spent my break just now reading and responding to text messages. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I've kind of learned something new. The text line lately has been a real, real great place to be on our show. There's a lot of people. You guys are having so much fun. And I just, I really hope that if you come in and listen to the show, any part of the three hours that we do it, I hope that you all are enjoying and learning as much as we do. It is so true. Our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line is 888-973-5476-888-973 Cairo. We also recognize that the vast majority of our listeners don't text in. Um, and you are super valuable to us too. Uh, what what happens though when people do text us or also use the G and Ursula Show Facebook page, which we're trying to populate with more content now. Mm-hmm. Um and that's been a lot of fun, too. And we have the greatest community on there. We do. So if you are turned off by social media because you think, hey, it's a mean space or it's just people are awful to each other, that's not the case. And that's what we're finding both on our text line and on the GNR Slush Show Facebook no page. Um, and we thank you for that. Yep, appreciate it. All right. Agree to disagree. Brought to you by Grout Roofing and Gutters. Hey, how are you doing? Sorry I can't get through. Why don't you leave me I'll get back to you. Or not. (laughs) How many of us can't stand talking on the phone? Gene Balk at the Times reports that Seattle is number one in the nation among major U.S. metros for phone avoidance. So young people in particular have anxiety about talking on the phone. There's even a a new word for it, telephonophobia. Mm -hmm. Say that 10 times fast. Okay. (laughs) Out of 3.1 million adults. 826,000 of us, 26%, talk on the phone with family, friends, or neighbors less than once in a typical week. Gee, is this like a sign of people getting soft? Do you understand this? Absolutely understand this. First, Seattle area is the leader. Right. The leader in the country. Number one. Number two is San Francisco. Right. By the way, last in this, who doesn't do it like uh, here is New York. So first, Ursula, the Seattle freeze is real. Mm. This is further proof of that. Now, if you go and do a small sample size of what we are here in this studio, Ursula, myself, both you and I talk more on the phone than chef does. And we definitely talk more on the phone than that brother Nick does. So you and I fall right into this category where we talk on the phone. Yes. But these youngsters, and y'all listening right now, y'all know these youngsters don't want to pick up the phone. Y'all got youngsters in your household right now asking you what's for dinner, and they upstairs texting you. I think that is a big problem in society today. Mm -hmm. That is a sweeping statement, but I think (laughs) the fact that so much interaction is done through text yeah. and the idea, the horror of actually facing someone or getting even on the phone and actually talking to a live voice makes people have such severe anxiety is actually kind of sad to me. It is. Because it just shows that we're getting further and further apart when it comes to interactions It makes it that much harder to have those interpersonal connections. Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, it's funny every once in a while to see that meme where people are just, oh my God, why did I answer the phone? You know? (laughs) (laughs) And there are times when I agree, it's like, oh no, this is automatic 20 minutes. Uh But man, thank God I had those conversations. Once you don't have conversations with certain loved ones, you're like, man, what I would do. Yeah. What I would do to hear that voice. So I don't I don't guilt my sons with saying things like that. Call your mother. But every opportunity I get, it's going to be let's not do it by text message. I mean, even at the very least, let's do FaceTime because you're actually seeing someone and having that face to face contact, which I think is just so key. Okay, I'm glad I'm glad that you brought this up because I think this is an overblown problem. This is this is something that has always existed. If you think back to the 1980s and you were an adult in the 1980s, how that many of you enjoyed talking on the phone? There's always been a certain subset, usually it's women, who will have conversations on the phone. I don't ever remember my dad talking on the phone to people, having conversations. He'd talk to the solicitors that would call. He would call to make appointments because you had to use the phone. Young people are way more comfortable now doing FaceTime than they are with talking on the phone. It, it is a, it's difficult to hold a conversation for a lot of people on the phone. Some people you gel with, most people you don't. And it's real awkward talking on the well, phone. Well, and I'm not talking about... You know, those long conversations where you would just dial in the middle of the night on your rotary hey, phone. Hey, Gina, what are you up just, to? You know, listen to someone breathe. I'm not mm. talking about that kind of phone call. I'm just talking about, I think there's a certain type of avoidance, any kind of phone interaction. I, That's like, all they want to do is text. And then it's these text messages that have absolutely no capitalization and no punctuation. So that's a whole nother thing, I, I realize. But frankly... <laughs> Of all the younger people I know, most younger people use good punctuation mm. when they write text messages. Not I true. know a lot of older folks. It's like 16 emojis and eight misspelled words. Yeah. Lastly, G, hmm. the Seattle freeze is not real, man. I'm going to remind you of the t- statistic not. that in 2022, less than 35% of Seattle residents were born in Washington state. How can it be the Seattle freeze if like 65% of people aren't from here. Because yeah. people move here and lose their mind. Now, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I, in the water. If you are if you are complaining about the Seattle freeze, I would just invite you to, to reflect for a minute and ask, what is it that you're doing or what are you doing to try to reach out and to create that thaw? Nothing. Now, <laughs> 415 texted in something, and I'm, before we move on this topic, and they said, and I... If you call me on the phone and I'm not expecting the phone call, my immediate thought is who is dead or who is dying. Now, I want to say something to that. And you can ask Chef and Ursula about this. I can feel it in my bones when I have any types of text messages or phone calls that come into me out of the ordinary. Yeah. I have done this repeatedly. There's for some reason I can feel it when there's a call and or a text message that comes in. And I'm like, it's usually during the show, usually during the 10 o'clock hour. At 10 o'clock hour. Yes. Every time. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Absolutely. All right. Let's spin on over to Spokane, uh, where Spokane Valley City Councilman Al Merkel is getting written up in the spokesman review for being apparently a terrible neighbor. 
Turns out that at any given time, according to the spokesman review, Merkel has up to nine vehicles parked in his garage, driveway, and on the street of his home in the valley. There have been at least 10 complaints filed by neighbors. He's actually received a citation. One of his neighbors tells the spokesman review he doesn't really have a problem with Joel's cars. It's just that he would like Merkel's property to match the aesthetic of the other homes on the block with manicured lawns and cars kept in the garage to keep driveways mostly clear. So Spokane does have a uh, junk car ordinance, which allows homeowners to be cited if they have you know, a vehicle that is offensive to the neighbors. Gee, should you get a ticket for this? <laughs> she was trying to think of how he was going to answer until you said there was an ordinance, and then you gave him the answer. I mean, look, Ursula, y'all be making fun of me when I tell you. I don't want to live in a neighborhood without HOA. I know. You and I are are different about that. Yeah. She wants every house to have that manicured lawn and Mm -hmm. to have, you know. You want to live in Pleasantville? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, I, I tell you what, you guys can make fun of me all you want to, but with the HOAs, uh-huh. uh, your mama and them, your auntie and all of them won't be having their cars parked all over the place. I don't want you parking in front of my house. Your car has been there. This car has not moved for nine months. It's got a flat tire. The Aesthetically, it looks terrible for the neighborhood. It messes with the character. You heard what I said. Then why do you get on my case when I say, yeah, people don't want to change the character of their neighborhood? And yet you are a strong proponent of HOAs. First of all, I'm getting older. I'm changing. Yeah, we know. We, we've noticed. Yeah, yeah. I'm changing. There's before. nothing wrong with that. By, by the way, the I, if you're thinking like, this G sounds a little different, because I am. I'm tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm what, tired because- of holding back. I'm tired of telling people. So I don't want your nasty cars in my neighborhood. I want the HOA. And in this case right here, good. There's no reason. To have nine cars. A a Spokane City Council member with eight cars that spill, or nine cars spilling out over uh, his property line onto, there's probably a a premium on parking. Uh I I know when the fact that each of my neighbors in, in a Seattle neighborhood, each of us has probably on average two cars. There's no place to park on our street. You live in like a cul-de-sac with no parking within three houses of your home. That's what I'm talking about. As a matter of fact, (laughs) this morning when I was leaving, there was a car that was parked over to the side of my house. Yes. I was pissed. You heard what I said? Yes. I was mad that it was parked right there. Well, first of all. I I don't want you to get in trouble. I can't say that? Let's not. What? I can't, okay, I can't was, say okay, that but anyway, yeah. Anyways, I was mad. And so I came out, and here's why I was mad. When I leave in the morning time, the first thing I do, because I got to, it all depends which car I'm going to drive. Sometimes if I drive one of the cars, I had to back out, right? And I don't like to get in it bef- and without looking. So I go outside first, and I look around. I make sure my ring camera gets me so the uh, spotlight turns on. And so this morning, I noticed there was a vehicle that was there. Any vehicle that I don't recognize, oh, no. I, yeah, I need to find See, out is, what's happening. Jeez, so dude. ironic. I know. For the person who is the most passionate about having different people and different neighbors and diversity in neighborhoods. I got diversity. You want- I got diversity. Yeah, you want to live in Pleasantville with the white picket fences, oh, the white no, houses, no, no, golden no, retrievers. No, 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 no. 
I have diversity in my neighborhood, right? The, where they're from and all that kind of stuff. I've told you guys about them. But when you're in the neighborhood, I don't want broken down cars. I don't want people parking all over the place. I need some ordinance around there. I need and order. Those, you want diversity of people, not diversity of decoration is what you're saying. And how dare so anyone park in so front of your house Don't you guys want me to be fresh? Parking. Don't you want me to be fresh on the show? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I, if I go and I live in a bad situation, I'm going to come to work and I'm going to take it out on the show. I've already been doing it. That, that, that's that's you know what? <laughs> I, got, I got a neighbor across the street from me, right? He's got he's got a trailer, like a broken down, maybe two broken down trailers in his yard. He, there's always constantly a junk collector that's you know parked what? there cleaning up the that's property. Annoying. It's not. It's great. You know what? They helped us clean out no, junk from our no, house. Yeah. Those guys are awesome. They're 90. They work on their property. No, they I work call on their cares. I want to call out. I'm standing up right now. And if you're on the, on the screen, I want to call out the hypocrisy of Ursula. Now, <laughs> no, yes. This segment me, is rife with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me call out the hypocrisy of Ursula. If you're listening right now and you listen to the show all the time, what topic bothers Ursula the most? Graffiti. <laughs> Interesting that she knew that. Yeah. So the same well, the way, way you set it up. Yeah. That, that's one of the same way Ursula graffiti bothers you <laughs> is the same way broken down cars in a neighborhood bother me. At least with the graffiti, I get off I five and I'm done. I don't want to come to my neighborhood and get ready to go in the house. I'm sorry, Charles. Clean your and you better you better have your grass cut. You oh better you, you better have your grass cut and next to me. Gosh. Now the grass has to be green too. I don't care if it's green, but it better does, be cut. Does your oh HOA goodness. allow for rain gardens, things like that? You know, do you do you allow things other than grass in front yards you know in your what? neighborhood? You know, you can laugh all you want. This is why I want an HOA. You want to live in my neighborhood? You pay the dues. You want to pay the cost uh-huh. to be the boss? I don't want none of that stuff. You heard what I said. You know what? I am here to cheer for all the derelict vehicles and collector no, cars. Not. Yes, I am because I hear about y'all homeowners complaining about your yes. property taxes, and I think that's all the, the difference. Time. That's the difference. You want to keep those property values low? Keep the junk cars in there. I know. I think once you do become a homeowner, you're going to be like, eh, I don't want those. You mean once I become old? (laughs) (laughs) You like, you want want broken down uh, car in your neighborhood? Thank you. Thank you, Ursula. No. Because they're a nuisance (laughs) and they attract other problems. (laughs) That's the truth. Car thieves that can't drive away. I'm, I'm just saying the quiet part out loud. Ninety percent of people agree with me on this topic. <laughs> I'm you, sure they do. You, you, you do? Yeah, I'm sure. All right, Man, one I'm, last one. I'll squeeze in. I wouldn't here. even listen if I w- if this was five, ten years ago. I would turn this station off. There's no way I would listen to me. I sound horrible. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Wendy's is going to join the likes of Uber in introducing surge pricing in 2025. Okay, so if the drive-through line stacks okay. up, the menu. Prices will also go up. So the price of your burger will depend on how many people are waiting in line at the restaurant. Gee, should that be illegal? Well, we just were against the seven percent cap. Not we, on- you. <laughs> <laughs> Us. Uh, Ursula, you too. Uh, Ur- Ursula and I were against the seven percent cap on the uh, homeowners. Yeah. So in this case, if you want to surge price at Wendy's between twelve and one o'clock, and between five and seven, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Guess what though, mm. Wendy's. Bye bye to those square burgers for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
it. I'm sorry. Uh, because you know, are you going to reduce the price when there's no one in line? And I, I happen to be the first one on the drive up. Do I get reverse you're, surge pricing? You're grandfathered in. <laughs> If you've been in the line. I don't know. I think that's just a ridiculous idea. Rampant corporate profitability and ridiculous. character of the neighborhood. <laughs> you guys are cheering. For, well, okay. Good job. That was a great topic oh, on HOAs. Was, yes, it sure was. Okay, on the other side of this break, we're going to be right back. We'll have more of the G and Ursula show. and Ursula show. Happy Tuesday to all of you. It's already February 27th. I cannot believe we are almost at the end of the month. And there right now is trouble brewing in Pullman. Professors at Washington State University are demanding that the school president resign, claiming that WSU is dropping in terms of quality and they blame current leadership. Three professors and along with 200 different faculty members have written a letter to the school administration demanding immediate changes and they say they pointed to things like the drop in ranking in US News and World Report among other places, uh, what they call poor strategic vision. They also said that school leadership should have anticipated what happened in terms of the athletics department and all the changes made in the Pac-12. They say that there's been poor management of university resources and declining staff morale. And also they blame the lack of oversight by the WSU Board of Regents. Basically, they're just going all out saying, y'all... Your crappy leadership is the reason why we are falling. And they say WSU's national ranking has fallen by 38 positions from 2016 to 2024. And they also point out to the enrollment on WSU's main Pullman campus has dropped by nearly 16 percent since 2016. Have you ever watched the show Real Housewives of Potomac? I watched the Real Housewives, but not that particular one. Not that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of different ones. New mm-hmm. Jersey, Orange County. Uh, in particular, I'm talking about Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, there's a gal on there by the name of Mia. Mia Thornton is her name. And she was married to Gordon, right? And they've been together. They met when she was a stripper working at a strip club. And he would come in and he would spend like $10,000 every time he'd come. He was married at the time. So he ended up, that was his mistress. And then she ended up being with him. They got married. They had some kids, right? Well, he owned like this chiropractic company with his brothers and a few other partners. Well, all of that went poof lost business and everything. And so he lost his ability to really make money like that. Well, Mia, all of a sudden, has now found problems within the marriage, and she's complaining, and now she's dating a radio personality. She's done dating Gordon. Now, you guys are like, where's G going with this, Uh right? Fair. Mm -hmm. Here's where I'm going. When money is there, and it is a constant. 
sometimes we turn an eye towards all the things that are going on. I have no idea what's going on with Wazoo, really, other than the news that you're reporting right now. But in my heart of hearts, Ursula, sometimes when things are funny with the money, and by the way, lately we've been talking a lot about Washington State, the loss of revenue, what's going to be happening with the Pac-12, the fact that all of the teams have left. Because we're talking about the lack of money, now all of a sudden, professors and others on campus want to do away with the president. Did I make that make sense? You did, but there's other evidence. It's not just the money. I mean, these professors, I I just cannot remember in in recent memory anyway, where a bunch of professors have come out and publicly said, we need a change in leadership at this university and, and, and maybe someone can correct me, but right now, just off the top of my head, I can't remember that happening locally at University of Washington or Washington State University. So mm-hmm. there's a little something, something here. And they give very specific things, you know, talking about the, I wouldn't put too much um, weight on the uh, the university news and world report rankings that that mm-hmm. thing is so subjective and that goes up and down but sadly uh, there is a lot of stock put into that in terms of schools but you can there's ways that you can jerry rig those rankings but if you're talking about enrollment dropping enrollment dropping at all WSU campuses and enrollment dropping on the main Pullman campus uh, they also did a staff confidence survey and they found that only four percent of faculty and two percent of staff uh, agree that WSU is an efficiently run organization Uh, and again only nine percent of faculty and ten percent of staff fully agree that WSU portrays a reputation of academic excellence if you are getting such horrible grades from within your own family I, I don't know if 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 I'm the board of regents, I'm paying attention. Yeah, and and and, and, and it did, and, and and the leadership would have to come under scrutiny. Like, right. is something going on? Right. Well, well, what I'm saying is, and, and the reason why I gave the example about Real Housewives of Potomac and Mia Thornton in her situation is technically, according to her. She's not upset about him losing the money. She's upset about these other things, which those other things that she's talking about, they are true. And maybe they were true. Same thing with this situation. The 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 leadership and thinking that leadership is great at Washington State, the enrollment, all of those things might be true. But it's now going to be easier to focus on that now that. There's trouble in paradise, and we are reporting about loss of revenue. That's all I'm saying. And you even said it yourself. You said, I can't remember this. I can't either. Where people are coming out wanting to oust the president? Isn't this strange I mean, it, timing? It, it, yeah, it, it, it happens, but I, I think that these the fact that these are professors at this university, along with hundreds, not just, you know— a small handful, but several hundred faculty members who are citing specific things where it's not looking good for WSU. But I've but we've seen this before. Usually, usually, 
whether it's work or school or a PTA or a church, hey, Chef, it's usually one person that's really mad, and he yeah. recruits other people well, to get mad with them. They've got a lot of stuff going on there, too. So, like, if you're not aware, Wazoo has opened other campuses yes. throughout the state. Like they have, did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, th- but they have, they've shifted the focus of the university to ensure that the quality of instruction, etc., is the same at all branch campuses, right? So, tri- they moved the president of the university from Pullman to Tri-Cities, paid for all of that. They took his house. Then they hired a chancellor for who knows what, pay him almost half a million dollars a year to do what the president was doing in Pullman. I think a lot of the staff there are looking around and saying, you're spreading our resources thin in a lot of ways that don't make sense, and it's not working for anyone. Can I, can I, can I ask you this question? And when you get home, I want you to ask my man, long live Mark, this. Here we go. If Wazoo would have beat UW in the Apple Cup, this past season, and the Pac-12 was still intact, do you think that this would be big news right here? Do you think that a few professors that don't like what's going on at Washington State, do you think that we would be talking about this news? And so a lot of times you guys think of you like, gee, quiet with that. I'm trying to show you just how important football is in this country. Mm. Well, I think you have a point there, but would we be reporting on it? Probably, because we're talking about several hundred people who work there who are demanding Football change. Football carries weight, but it's yes. not important, in my opinion. I was going to say, it, it is important. It's not the end-all, be-all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Trigger you like that before you get out of here. Okay. On that note. <laughs> uh, your text messages, your feedback, and then we'll have Ursula's words to live by. It's G and Ursula. That's a conversation. All right, Ursula, it's time to get to the text messages. What do you got? Well, man, I'm just scrolling through all your text messages, and we have a lot. Let's start with the legislature not passing rent control caps. Kathy says, remember that taxes, insurance worker pay, they'll all increase. The landlords need to pay all of that and make an income to support themselves. Mm. Uh, uh-oh, here we go. Uh, Joe says, and the rich keep getting richer. These people don't care. Tony in Buckley says, my rent is as much as a mortgage payment. I just can't save 20% down on any house over here. Frustrates me to no end. Not to mention the cost of living is creeping up steadily. I am Gen X, and I feel defeated in our housing market. I, I, real quick, Ursula. I know that's- How many people seriously feel defeated? When the conversation of housing comes up, that's how real it is. Uh, Bobby Tacoma says, I don't think out of state companies should be able to own rental property in the states they don't operate in. My property management is in Dallas. I live on 72nd and McKinley in Tacoma. For lack of better words, I live in the hood. My apartment is a small one bedroom. I should be paying no more than $1,000 uh, for the neighborhood I live in. And West, I'm getting, I pay. 
$16.74 a month. That's for a one-bedroom or 72nd in McKinley. And for those that know, you know. Regarding enviable school districts, which uh, several in Western Washington made the list, Lynn and Auburn says, hi, my dream is that all of the funds for schools in our state would be distributed evenly throughout all districts. Oh, that, that would be nice. Peggy and Olympia says, I drove 20 and 30 miles each way to take my kids to a better school district. 425 says, my partner and I decided to send our kids to public school, but we make a conscious effort to use some of that saved money to broaden all of our family's experiences through travel, museum memberships, private lessons, language tutors, and new experiences that we can all be a part of. That's just a great idea. That was a fantastic idea. Uh, too many cars and HOAs. 360 says, hey man, G, I'm texting in a photo of a pile of crap truck across the street that doesn't run and hasn't moved in months. Mm, 253 says, wow, G, must be wonderful to be so privileged that a strange car park near your house makes you mad. Different mm. word. I guess wealth corrupts all. <laughs> well, Billy in a 253 says, I agree with G. <laughs> guys, it's a theme here. Uh, I don't like broken cars and unkept law in my neighborhood. I have a neighbor across the street who violates both of those items. Me and my next door neighbor have complained numerous of times to our city with no results. Oh, and by by the way, once they're in your neighborhood, it's hard to get them out. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick. I did say that on purpose. I now that I did I just said that on purpose. On scenarios. Oh, <laughs> I got caught drinking my co-worker's breast milk that she stored in the fridge. Yeah. Greg from Salty says, you guys always make me laugh. You often make me think, and sometimes you make me mad. But that breast milk discussion is the first time you made me squirm. Us <laughs> too, Greg. Erica says, people who do this kind of secretive stuff, even if it's cheesecake, are extremely high risk of stealing from the company. It is absolutely, 100%, without a doubt, a fireable offense. Stealing was one of the few things, no matter what the dollar value, that I would fire anyone on the spot, no exceptions. On our menopause topic, as so many of you texted in, so many women, but I also appreciate the men who texted in. And uh, Gabby from Kirkland says, thank you about your discussion about menopause. It's not talked about enough. Many of us are in premenopause and are experiencing lots of symptoms, and many doctors are not trained to identify them and make you feel like you are crazy. We are not crazy. We just need more information. Great oh, show. That's good stuff. Uh, serial conversation came up. Casey says, gee, what adults eat cereal? Wow. What? what? Uh, many. <laughs> many, many. <laughs> uh, Deb in the 206 says, oh, gee, I'm right there with you on the peanut butter Captain Crunch. You can enjoy it all day long because it's stuck in your teeth. Plus, there might be a little protein in there. <laughs> um? And then do you shop at multiple grocery stores? I do. And tons of people said they do as well. Uh, 206 said, we shop several stores for groceries. Costco for a handful of items about once every six weeks. Winco for non-perishables about once a month. Fred Meyer and Safeway, both for their weekly loss leaders and digital coupons, in addition to the fresh dairy and produce we need. Uh, Chef Max says, us pores prefer grocery outlet. Hey, grocery outlet. Whoa. It's happening there, too. 
Yeah. All right. Here, here we go. The right thing. Words to live by brought to you by Wilcox Farm. And What's up, Rosa? I often love to lean on Fred Rogers, the late Fred Rogers, who says, in times of stress, the best thing that we can do for each other is to listen with our ears and our hearts and to be assured that our questions are just as important as our answers. Wow. Our questions are just as important as our answers. Wow. That's pretty good. Mm. Brother Nick? Well, with chilly air outside, it's making sense to see a freeze. And with more than just an icy feeling on your hands and knees, it's a culture picking up for people roaming around the town, turning all the colder shoulders, dodging greetings, looking down, adding to the silent treatment. Texting seems to be divine, cutting all the calling out by staying quiet on the line. want to feel a little more connected to the crowd, give your friends and fam a call instead of staying on the cloud and maybe ask to borrow any milk they have before trying to steal it too. That's just a wild and crazy thought I had. For sure. <laughs> and if any of Nick's recap didn't make sense to you, the best thing you can do is go back and listen to our podcast, which is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And again, y'all help us out when you do. And if you can leave us a review. I want to ask this for those that were listening to our serial topic. A, are you thinking of having some? B, did you already have some? Or C, are you going to have some? Because I'm Ursula, I promise you, I'm going to get me some Cap'n Crunch, peanut butter Cap'n Crunch. Yeah, yesterday around this time, a lot of people were saying they were going to go to McDonald's for chicken nuggets. Yeah, so I today passed it. It's- <laughs> I didn't get Cereal. it. Okay. In fact, we can continue the conversation on our Gene Ursula Show Facebook page. How about that? Yeah. Are we going to put up the cereal yes, conversation? Yes, let's do it. And your leopard pants on there, too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you got to let that simmer. <laughs> hey, uh, the Jack and Spike Show's coming up next. Chef, what you doing the rest of the day, bro? Uh, not taking your phone calls. That's for darn sure. Oh, well, if I call y'all in, it's, it's going to be important today. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ursula. Yeah. Thanks, Chef. Thank you, Nick. Jack and Spike, they're coming up in next. Appreciate you for listening. Love you for that. And as always, be kind. Hope you have as much fun as we have. So long, everybody. Yeah.